All right, Pylon listeners, we are back. It is April 26th, recording this on. So two days before the NFL Draft 2022, and we will have a lot to talk about. We're going to be doing a final mock draft simulation right here in the Pylon. Uh, so a lot of fun stuff at our way. But before we do any of that, let's get to the Pylon Cruise on Big Z representing Detroit Lions. Let's get to the rest. We got Remy representing the Vikings. Skull to the bull, purple rain and control. Go Vikes. We got Kinger representing the Packers. Gentlemen, as always, good to be back with you. First time I get to watch the draft in a couple years. Very, very excited for this Thursday. And last but not least, Barney representing the Bears. New regime change. I like Ryan Poles. Love to see where he goes with these small, few picks we have. (laughs) All right, gentlemen. Uh, so a lot for us to go through here. We're going to go through the entire uh, mock draft simulation. Uh, and fascinatingly, in the last two days, it seemed like Aiden Hutchinson for the last month and a half was going to be the consensus number one pick. Uh, a lot of mock drafts have him going number one. That seemed to be the word in the street. Then in the last 48 hours, that has completely flipped. Uh, Trayvon Walker appears to be the Odds on favorite, minus 200, might even be higher than that now um, to be the first overall pick. A lot of people like Peter King and Todd McShay are all hearing from insiders that Trayvon Walker is the Jaguars guy. So it's like from sources that uh, this is coming from, not just like a rumor mill type thing. Uh, So, I mean, that is great news for me, in my opinion. Uh, Do you guys have any comments on that or do you just want to get right into it here? I think it's a classic bulky pick. I think, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't want to take anything away from Walker. I think he's, you know, a massive human being, who, uh, you know, who could definitely excel at the next level. Uh, we didn't see all that, you know, at Georgia because he had an incredible defense of cast right next to him. But, uh, you know, this this is the this is the days where things start changing and uh, you don't know what smoke screens. You don't know what's true. So it's all fun. Yeah, I feel like the Jags are, you know, them taking Walker. He's got all the potential in the world, right? But he's got nine sacks over the last couple of years. And Barney mentioned about how good that Georgia defense is. Just seems like such a Jaguars pick to go with a guy that does have a lot of potential and could end up being a very good player in the league. But I feel like you have a couple other sure things out there, whether you go Evan Neal, whether you go Aiden Hutchinson, Thibodeau as well. Uh, it just feels like a total Jags pick. We'll see if it pays off for him. I don't hate it for the Jaguars, but- I, 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 Trayvon Walker's like his athletic ability is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, and he, and he's so much, and he's so much more versatile, uh, scheme wise compared to, uh, I, I think he's going to be a guy like Gary though, that it's going to take him two or three years in the league to really start to make an impact. He's got a lot of yeah, raw yeah. athleticism, raw talent there. We'll see if he can turn it into something. Jaguars aren't necessarily known for developing talent. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. Uh, so who's who's picking second, Big Z? Yeah, you want he's going to get into it? All right. So just kind of what we're doing here, though, we're using Pro Football Network. Uh, I've, I found it to be the best mock draft uh, simulator because they give decent trade proposals, um, which we are doing. We, we're going to go through and kind of discuss that. Um, and, and a decent board. So I, I've just found it to be the best one to use personally. Uh, so we're going to be doing that and we're just going to be kind of walking through uh, each of our picks and our mindset to each of those picks. So let's just get the ball rolling. 
Uh, so Trayvon Walker, as I mentioned, odds on favorite. So he goes first in this mock draft simulation. Uh, so he is off the board, which leaves me with, uh, if I didn't already uh, pretty much uh, say it already, I'm going to have the Lions. No, there's no trade proposal, and I don't care. I don't think any trade proposal, uh, unless it's like three or four first round pick, which I don't see happening. Uh, so I want the Lions to not trade this pick. I want them to go with Aiden Hutchinson. I think this guy is going to be a cornerstone uh, for the Lions defense for a long time, and I'm ecstatic. I really, really want to see him come with the Lions so badly. I've wanted him since uh, the end of last season. A lot of people thought we wouldn't get him because we beat the Packers that last game of the season, which is relatively meaningless, people thought. Like, let's just lose and get the number one pick. But, no, we win that game, and then we still get our guy. Uh, so, win-win in that scenario, in my opinion. But, Aiden Hutchinson, uh, you know, shorter arms, but the guy has production through the roof uh, in college. And I think this guy's going to be a leader for the defense um, and a really solid edge, edge rusher for a long time. Now, I don't know if he has the ceiling of a Nick Bosa. He's probably, like, a little lesser. I mean, or either of the Bosa brothers, honestly, at the top of their game. But I still think he's going to be a really good edge rusher and uh, the best edge rusher the Lions have had in a long time. Uh, they have been missing it uh, a good edge rusher since Ziggy Ansah, really. And that was only, like, a one-year uh, ceiling. I mean, what do, you got, what do you guys think of Hutchinson? Good pick for the Lions here, number two? Definitely. Yep. Safe. What do you guys have thought of the Lions taking anybody else there? I mean, I've, I've seen Sauce Gardner thrown out there in a lot of mock drafts as well, uh, just because. And I know they went with Akuda a couple of years ago, but it's just very rare to get a, a top tier cornerback in the NFL. It's a really hard thing to find. Uh, but I just think the Lions need pass rush help so bad, and they've missed it for so long. And they have Akuda. Uh, you know, but coming off the Achilles injury, it's going to be rough. Um, I, and maybe Thibodeau. There's w- rumors out there the Lions uh, with Thibodeau are uh, smitten with him, as what Peter King said, but that's the rumor mill for you. I, I don't like Thibodeau nearly as much as Hutchinson. Hutchinson seemed one more note on him. He just seems like a Dan Campbell guy, a guy that's going to buy kneecaps, play hard, and lead the defense. That's the last thing I have to say about that. Yeah, because yeah, I just want to say I think that's the clear pick. I think he – when you're talking about some of these edge rushers, I think when you – I mean, you might completely disagree with me, and I'm not trying to show – you know, throw shade at all to Detroit, but yeah. you're top five pick in the NFL. You know, you're getting some good money. Like, you know, some of these guys don't want to play in Detroit. And the fact that he has family ties – I think you know, like it, it's it's more motivation, and just like you said, it could be a cornerstone for you know ten years. To that notion, though, Barney, I think more people are going to be wanting to be playing in Detroit because of Dan Campbell and this coaching staff that they have. I think I think that's. Uh, I would agree. I, I would have not said the same thing when Matt Patricia was there, but I, I think that that has flipped in the last uh, couple of years because this is like the Lions coaching staff is like ninety five percent X. NFL players. These are all ex NFL players. Uh, Hugh Staley, Antoine Randall, so on and so forth. But um, I do think that notion is changing a little bit, and I hope it is. Uh, especially when it comes time for us to really dig into free agency, we haven't really done it uh, yet in the Brad Holmes era. But let's move on now to number pick number twelve, Remy. Uh, that's you. 
You have one yeah, trade so, off here. Uh, you, you you go ahead and uh, you can read it off. You see it on the screen. So, I do have a trade offer from the New Orleans Saints to move back to pick 16 and acquire their 49th pick for the 12th pick and our 77th pick. You know, if this player wasn't on the board, I would do this in a heartbeat. So I'm going to actually reject this because I've been doing mock drafts all, pretty much all week, and I have yet to finally see. Derek Stingley Jr. fall to us, and this is my dream pick. This is the number one guy I want in this draft from where we are and what we need. Give me Derek Stingley Jr. He he goes into a cornerback room with alum, LSU alum Patrick Peterson, and if you look at our defense, it's pretty much what we need in our secondary. Um, give me Stingley Jr. all day. All right, you're going to grab him. No concerns about um, his lack of – playtime the last two years zero this guy this guy was going up against justin jefferson and jamar chase in practice as a freshman he was part of that national championship team i i'm 100 confident with this pick all right Derek stingley jr i've seen him a lot of mock drafts go to the vikings that, that seems to be a super popular he doesn't fall past 12 basically uh in any mock draft i hope that's the case <laughs> um well, all right. Well, let's go down to the Packers. I think you have the next two, at least for the NFC North here, Kinger. So let's break this down. You have three trade offers. Yep. Uh, first one there from the New Orleans Saints. If you want to switch that one over there. But yeah, New Orleans Saints, they're offering pick 49, 98, 120. Second rounder and third rounder next year for pick 122 and 171 this year. We're going to go ahead and decline that. That's a lot of picks. Packers don't need uh, – we've got a, a pretty hefty number of picks this year. We're not really looking to acquire for next year. Bengals are offering 31 in a second rounder next year for 22. Also going to decline that. The Eagles are offering 27 for pick 22 and, and a second rounder next year. This one's more enticing to me. I am going to decline it as well. Um, I see still see a couple safeties on the board here that I could very well see the Packers taking at this 22 spot, potentially Dax Hill, maybe even Lewis Seen. But uh, I'm going to do what the Packers haven't done thus far and what I think everybody wants to do. Uh, Traylon Burks is out there, big mm-hmm. physical wide receiver from Arkansas, great route runner. I uh, think he's got a lot of potential in the NFL. We're, we need a number one dog. Uh, the Packers have a lot of what you'd say kind of uh, possession guys right now in the wide receiver room. Let's take Burks. Let's give the Aaron Rodgers his target for the next few years. You think Traylon Burks can be that uh, number one receiver, huh? I, I do. I'm high on him still. Um, I think, uh, you know, he's not my favorite wide receiver in this draft, but he's a guy sitting at 22 I'd be very comfortable taking. You know, I'm going to do something I never, ever do in my entire life and agree with a Packer fan. I'm going to just go out on the limb and say Traylon Burks probably will be the best receiver in this draft. Oh, I love it. You're high. Really? Yeah. I I do not agree with that <laughs> quote, at all. Quote that, and we'll, let's see. It sucks because I don't want to, if the Packers end up do drafting him, I certainly don't want him to do well. But if, wherever he goes, quote me on this, he'll be the best receiver in this draft. King, so, I yeah, I, ahead, I I uh, I have a question for you just because I I want to pose these hypotheticals to see where your mindsets here. Um, you know, I think Traylon Burks is a solid receiver, and I think you know at least for what you guys need, that's a, that's a great pick at twenty two. Uh, just a couple picks before a guy Drake London went. I want to know, yeah. you know, because it you don't know what's going to happen, and twenty two there might be some wide receivers that fall. 
uh, is, you know, like if he were there, would that, would Burke still have been your choice? Mm, that's tough because I think Drake London's ceiling is higher. I think Burks is going to be a little bit more impactful, maybe right off the bat, but give a few years, get under Drake London's belt with the NFL speed with his athleticism and his, his athletic gifts and traits. Um, I think he, I would rate him probably just slightly higher than Burks, but he's obviously in this mock draft, he is gone. Right. Okay. So, uh, Kinger, who's the slot receiver for the Packers right now? As it stands, uh, it's going to be Cobb or Amari Rogers. I just want to. So, Burks played eighty-two point nine percent of his snaps in college in the slot, and it was put in motion seventy percent of the time uh, on his receptions. Uh, I, I just don't know if. He fits necessarily with the Packers too on offense. Is what I'm trying to get at. Relative athletic score, everything is there for him. We'll see. You know, I, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's one of those things where I honestly potentially even like George Pickens, but I don't know if I'd reach for Pickens at 22. Yeah. So we're gonna take Burks. Kinger, yeah. I would, I would almost say that you know the last couple years, this has been one of the more dangerous. Uh, uh, Arkansas teams in, in in recent history, and I got to think that you know their best player, Traylon Burks, has a lot to do with that uh, beating up on other teams in the SEC. So I don't, I think that's a solid pick. <clears throat> I'm glad to hear it. All right, so we we at 28 now. A few more guys off the board here. So the Bengals offering us 31 and 95 for 28 and 258. We're gonna let's see what the other offers are. Cause I'm not maybe opposed to moving back to giants offering 36 and 81 for 28. Let's take that Bengals offer. Let's take the Bengals. Ooh, all uh, right. We got our first trade trade. Bengals are going to give us 31 and 95 for 28 and 258. Well, I'll move back three spots with Ooh, what I Bengals see on the board want. here. Let's see who the Bengals want. Accept it. Yep. Right, they took Daxon Hill. Yep. Okay, so now here we are at 31. So the Giants offering us 36 and 81. We're going to decline that. Sam Howell went right before. Uh, so yep. you can't pick him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, declined, declined the Giants offer. All right. We've got the Jets offering us 35 and a fourth rounder next year. Decline it. Packers and GM is going Dolphins. crazy tonight. Dolphins, a lot of, lot of picks next year. Let's just decline this right now. We're not moving all the way back to 102. Yeah, that'd be no. Problem. Here we go. 31. We're taking to Kobe Dean from linebacker from Georgia. Off the charts. There are some questions around his athleticism and how he will fit in the NFL. But when it comes to game tape and how he has impacted the game, there is not a more impactful player at the college level the last couple of years than to Kobe Dean. Absolutely flies all around the field. It's great vision, side to side speed, can really stiff, stick his nose up there. Um, get in the run game. The Packers need to continue to build on that defense outside of Vondre Campbell at the linebacker position. Uh, there's a lack of depth there. Um, I was between him or his Georgia brother and Lewis Seen there. Um, I still believe in Darnell Savage and what he could bring. I think Seen would could definitely come in and be a solid dime back. But uh, we're going to take the tackling machine, and we're going to take that help in this in the mid level on the defensive side. So give me Nicobe there at thirty one. And and uh, Nicobe Dean started all twenty five games the last two years for Georgia too. So no injury. Yep. History. He passes the eye test maybe better than anybody in this draft. Man, he's we'll just see. so small, five eleven. I know. Uh, he reminds me of uh, Stephen Tolick. Like Stephen Tolick was a tackling machine too, good instincts, but there was just sometimes in coverage like. He was just too tiny. The ball went right over his hands. And in the, in the NFL, these quarterbacks are good enough to 
just thread the needle with that size. That's that would be the only thing that concerns me about him. The coverage part of it all. Definitely. But give me to Kobe. All right. So at 31, after your trade back with the Bengals, uh, you go into Kobe Dean. So now the Lions are up. Who do we got? Oh, we got some trade offers here. All right. All right. So last pick of the first round since so the last chance you can get that fifth year option on a guy. Um, so let's see. Baltimore pick 45 and next year's third. I'm going to reject that. Um, the Bengals. Looking to trade next year's second, next year's third, and pick 63. And then we give up pick 32 and pick 217. What's the other one? Pick 49, next year's second. I'm going to reject that one. I'm going to reject all these. Uh, we're going to make a pick here. And I'm going to go with a guy. Uh, ooh. Oh. It's this is tough because Lions at thirty two, then they have thirty four. They have thirty four, and in this scenario, the the Patriots traded uh, with the Jaguars, so they have the next pick. Um, and then, so I have two in the next three picks in this draft. This is a tough one because I see some guys I really like: Arnold Ibakidi, uh, Devontae Wyatt, and Lewis Seen. Oh. I'm gonna go Lewis Seen here. I really like the safety. The Lions need a safety to. Um, Work with Tracy Walker. They have missed that second safety for a while. They tried Will Harris. It hasn't worked out at all. Um, so Lewis seen, I think this is a pretty – I'm very comfortable with this pick. I, I think it's the right value as well. Uh, Druquan Brisker is an interesting safety too. But he's more of like a in-the-box safety, pretty much like an outside linebacker in a lot of ways. But I think Lewis seen fits a lot more. More scheme versatile. The safety out of Georgia. Georgia's going to have a hell of a draft night. <laughs> with all these guys going just a ridiculous defense but uh, lewis seen here at 31 or uh, 32 for me sorry all right so oh the patriots win roger mccreary a really good cornerback that i like um out of auburn so let's see i got two trade offers here <laughs> dolphins trying to get rid of those traffics uh kinger because it looks like a similar offer here pick 102 next year's second third mm -hmm. and new england's third um and then baltimore Pick 45. I'm going to reject both these. All right. So right now I got the Lions D end, uh, all Pro Bowl, uh, Pro Bowl D end. I have the Lions Pro Bowl safety and Lucine. Now we got to look for a third Pro Bowler here. <laughs> um, oh. See, the two guys I was debating between are still on the board here. And Eva Keedy and Devontae Wyatt. Christian Watson, I've seen thrown all over, like, from late first round to third round. He's a fascinating case. Um, but I really like the Lions going defense here again. I'm going to go with Devontae White on the inside out of Georgia. This guy is an absolute beast, too. You think Jordan Davis is. Uh, Wyatt is arguably just as uh, um, just as nasty on the defense uh, and just as athletic as Jordan Davis. I'm trying to pull up his numbers here. Let me see if I can pull him up here real quick. Um, well, anyways, uh, Devontae wide out of Georgia D tackle RS scores like 9.9 .9 as well. Uh, with Jordan, there's a lot of guys are ridiculous RS scores this year. The testing is through the roof for so many of these athletes, but another guy, super, the more productive pass rusher of the two D tackles from Georgia, Jordan Davis, the more to run suffered Devontae wide, the more of the pass rushing and the Lions need all the pass rush help they can get from the middle. I can go Devontae wide. The Lions, this is, um. Their third D tackle pick in two years under Brad Holmes, but we're going to roll with it.
Build out that D-line, baby. Build it out, because I've been waiting for it. Barney, you're finally up. The Bears are uh, they're not out of the draft completely. They are here now in the second round. So you have picked 39. Uh, so walk us through the trade offers, and let's roll. Yeah, so I got uh, Haslam on the line over at uh, Cleveland. They're trying to get uh, pick number 39 and 148 for pick 44 and 78. Uh you know, just to say where my head's at, you know, we got three picks inside the top 100, uh, six total, and we've got a lot of holes to fill. Um, you know, this is a very, very enticing uh, pick uh, to, to trade to grab, but you know what? There is the one guy that I've mentioned since day one uh, that I would not trade back for if he was on the uh on the menu here and that's tyler linderbaum at pick 34 or i'm yeah. sorry at pick 39 um you know i think like i said i said in the last episode for whatever reason interior offensive linemen don't get the praise and love that they deserve last year it was it was creed humphrey this year i get my favorite lineman in the draft and that's corn fed Iowa tough, built forward strong, Tyler Linderbaum. He gets Best a lot of knocks for having for Best having center. short arms, but you know, I like I mean he's a nasty dude. He's a just a football player at heart. And, you know, you can say all you want about measurements and, and what went on at the combine. I don't care. I watch tape and that's the most important thing uh when evaluating a football player to me. And this guy's as nasty as it gets. And our offensive line is terrible, especially, uh, you know, well, <laughs> it's terrible all over the place. It's not especially terrible anywhere, but it's bad all over the place. Uh, I'm ecstatic to have the opportunity to put the orange and blue on Tyler. Yeah. Best center in college football last year. I mean, if this scenario happens for you, Barney, that would, that would be fantastic for the Bears. I, I was I was about like there's no way we would trade up, but I was about to scream at you to stop the count. Stop the count. <laughs> and, but uh I just let it go and, and whatever and I'm I'm very happy he fell. So Do you think it's realistic that he actually falls this far? I didn't think it was realistic that Creed Humphrey fell, man. But you know what? They like it's only realistic because everybody undervalues this position. So yes, I think it's realistic. Do I think it's going to happen? No. But it is a realistic opportunity. All right. Yeah. So you're going to go Tyler Lindenbaum. I, I will say, uh, yeah, I, I I agree with everything that you said. I, I, he's in, he's going to be an elite run blocker. I, uh, I'll, I'll be curious to see if he can hold up pass perfection-wise in the NFL. We we need – when we look at the, the line, I mean, you like you just drafted a couple of really good guys, right? But – uh, the the person that eats us up and then is probably going to get another contract and I don't know maybe he already has but uh, Clark in uh, Kenny Clark in Green Bay that guy has just made James Daniel Cody Whitehair Sam Osver you name it just made them look like they were just high school players yeah. and uh, you know I, I I'm happy to to finally get somebody in there that I think can bang with all the the the, the best interior defensive linemen too bad that the uh, I. I just drafted Devontae Wyatt, so uh, <laughs> at least for two games of the year, you're going to be screwed. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, so you go Tyler Lindenbaum at 39. 
Now it's up to the Vikings. You're up at uh, the second round, pick 46. Remy, take it away. Yeah, so it looks like the Tennessee Titans have called Kwesi Adolfo Mensa and want to offer their 90th pick, a future second, a future third. Um, you know, I'm not too enticed by that. Uh, Patriots called and want 54 and 85. And, you know, I'm going to decline that too because – this may be a little bit of a reach, but I don't see, um, you know, I, I Dotson's off the board and Ojibo is off the board as well. Those who those are guys who I was really looking to grab. And now I think I might have to make the reach here and we're going to have to go with the new regime and the new experiment. And we're going to draft our quarterback of the future, Desmond Ritter, Gibby Desmond Ritter. Kirk, Kirk on a two-year deal. I, I mean, in a realistic world, they probably trade this pick back. But for the sense of Let's just building this team go. this way, um, I love Desmond Ritter, and mm. we don't we don't need. Um, I, I just don't think we really need much. What was on the board there? Do you think Ritter could be the quarterback like, of the future for the Vikings? Hey, probably that's not second. Ritter, but a QB there. Like I I don't know if it's Ritter or if it's uh Come on, Remy. This is your second this is your second rated QB. You know, you want him. Yeah, I I I think he's gonna I think he's kind of more just under the table low key, you know. Uh Malik Willis gets a lot of hype. Mac Matt Corral gets a lot of hype. I I do think maybe we do grab Ritter here. We could. And you know, with the whole thing with Kellen Mond, he was drafted with Spielman and Zimmer. For all Quasi cares about now is who he drafts, and anybody under that old regime can get the axe. We've seen, so yeah, I I don't think I I think I think Minnesota can, can go quarterback here, and and I'm feeling good about Desmond Ritter. All right, uh, interesting, very interesting. I, I I personally I think I said in the last podcast my my ceiling for him is like, or my comparison for him is Marcus Mariota in, in the NFL. But. Well, I mean, he's a quarterback in the Falcons now, so maybe, he's a winner. Maybe his career's back on the upswing. But uh, all right, you're going with Desmond Ritter. Some I mean, people think he's going to first stones. round, like to the Steelers at twenty. Or, so I mean, I've seen him all over the place where he can go. These quarter, the court, whole quarterback classes here in general. Nobody knows. Uh, yeah, it's definitely more wide open than it usually been. Uh, so all right, Remy going with Desmond Ritter at pick forty six. Uh, some would say good value. Some would say uh, not sure. So uh, all right. Barney, you're back up. This is—is is this a Cleo Mack uh, trade? Uh, this the second second round pick. Uh, yes, it is. All right, let's see if it's uh, if you're getting some good value back. Yeah. So uh, the first trade here that I'm proposed to, and and like I said, guys, I'm I'm trying to acquire picks here. Uh, I think the first 150 picks, which we only have, what three? three choices inside those no we have four choices uh you know it's 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 got a lot of the uh, holes that that we can fill um right now i'm looking at uh the titans they want 48 for 90 and next year's second uh it, i mean the next year's second is enticing but that just that hurts right now uh but i will say hey right now i see dallas is looking at letting me trade back eight spots to number 56 and I would pick up number 88. And you know what? That's 
that's right up my alley. There's plenty of guys on this list that I'm comfortable with. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that. All right, and I I I think it's pretty realistic that the Bears do some sort of trade and acquire more uh, draft capital. If we can, it, the goal is to add one more top 100 pick. I think that's that's really the goal. All right, so uh, you move back in the second round here, which means uh, Kinger, you're up now. I uh, pick 50. Three and you have two options. Rams throwing us some picks in the hundreds for fifty-three in a second rounder next year. We're going to decline that. Same thing. Bucks doing the same thing. We're going to decline that as well. I see some players. Can you? Yep. Can you go over to all, please? Yeah. You know, a lot of different options here on what the Packers are going to do. And I see my guy sitting here. You know, we've got we've got to pick six later, but it's a guy that I mentioned before. Packers are going to do everything they can to strengthen that wide receiver room. We already have Traylon Burks out there. George Pickens still on the board sitting here at 53. If he falls all the way down to us at 53, I don't foresee the Packers passing on him. Um, I think they are pretty high on him. They definitely have guys in the building that think he can be a number one wide receiver one day. So give me George Pickens at 53. All right. The Packers actually going to pick uh, two wide receivers here. Two wide receivers in the first three picks. You know, you never know. We're going to wait and see what happens. All right, doing the obvious thing has not been their mo uh, past couple, of years, especially when it comes to wide receivers. Maybe this. Well, I, I think we didn't mention it too. I, I, the Packers haven't picked a wide receiver in the first round since uh, Aaron Rodgers. What was his first year, or before that even? Like it's been a long time, right? I can't even remember the last time the Packers picked a first round wide receiver. It has been all a right, long. Time. I think. Oh, I think the article I read, Aaron Rodgers was playing in JUCO. Uh, I'm mm. the so it, it's been a really long time. It's preceded uh, even Aaron Rodgers the last time the Packers went, but now you have them going with two wide receivers. Yep, in the first three picks here, uh, George Pickens. Yeah, if we get uh, trail a lot of injuries, a lot of injuries the past few years for him uh, that has kind of um, made him fall this far because a lot of people thought he could be like the top wide receiver coming this draft a few years ago uh, after his freshman year. All right, so you go George Pickens um, at pick fifty. Three, so let's take him off, and now we're back to Barney here, um, with pick fifty six. Did you trade it back with the Cowboys? Uh, so you're up. You have one trade offer. Yeah, the one trade offer is to go from fifty six to one thirty three, uh, and I get next year's second. I'm just gonna reject that. Uh, you know, I see a lot of guys here. I'm happy we got. We were able to, to take our our first pick. We were happy to to get at least one more top one hundred pick. There's a lot of guys here that I really like. Uh, I'm going to highlight a couple dudes. Um, you know, Alec Pierce is one that I am very fond of. Uh, I think he's got a lot of Jordy Nelson in his game. Just a really willing blocker. He's 6'3". Uh, he runs 4'4". Uh, you know, I mean, he doesn't separate, you know, or, 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 you know, burn people. But, I mean, dude, he's on he's on a Cincinnati team. And... Uh, you know, I, it, there's a reason why a, a, a team like that was in, you know, the, the final four and was, you know, as dominant as it was. And, you know, you could point to the quarterback. I think that's a big, uh, you know, reason why as well. But uh, every quarterback has that number one that they go to. And Alec Pierce was dependable for him. Uh, you know, not a lot of crazy and, numbers. And from Glenbard West. And from Glenbard West. Uh, so I, I really like him. Uh, and, you know, wide receiver is a very, very, uh, you know, big position and need for us. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I do want to just kind of 
see who else if you can uh, scroll down a little bit. Uh, wide receiver? Uh, just in general. No, no, no. All right. Uh, yep, just, yep. yep. Uh, another wide receiver I like is uh, is Jalen Tolbert. I won a, a lot of money uh, betting on Southern <laughs> Alabama this year. Love you, buddy, but I'm not grabbing you here. Um, let's see, just a little bit further here. Hmm. Deep. You know what? I uh, I, I you got to go with the guy that you like, and you know the, I'm I'm really happy we got that that cornerstone center. Let's just let's put. Uh, Let's put Pierce on the team as well. All right, so you get the wide receiver. What's the what's the Bears' current wide receivers right now? Uh, the one, two, and three right now, as it is, is Darnell Mooney, Byron Pink, Pringle, and uh, and uh, like probably Equinemia St. Brown, or you know, I I don't expect him to be the number three, but uh, I personally am pretty high on Pringle of being the number three. So Are you as just long get arrested, as could... or am I making that up? Yeah, he just got arrested for doing donuts in a park in an abandoned parking lot with his <laughs> with his sign. But you know, hey, boys will be boys. Okay, because I thought I saw it <laughs> pop on my phone. I didn't follow through. Uh, so, right. It's not something I'm too worried about. Pulls Pulls seems to really like him from Kansas City, so uh, you know, I, I I like him and and whatever. It is what it is. All right, uh, Kinger, you're up again. Uh, you have a second rounder here as well. Where's this one? Yeah, where this one come from? This is our second rounder with the other okay. second rounders from the Raiders and the Adams pick. Oh, okay, okay. So decline. Bucks looking for a hundred pick. Give me edge and offensive tackle guard, please. Or I guess you just go offense or to to start. Okay. Um, where's the edge? Can I get an edge, please? Yes, sir. Okay, Mafia's still on the board. Thank Borrow. Same thing. Wow, there's still. And full. So, Boy Mafe is still on from Minnesota. Cameron Thomas, San Diego State. Kingsley Agnabara from South Carolina. I don't really love those picks right where we're at here. Can you go show police tackles as well? That's the other one. Okay. Abram, Dale, Abraham Lucas from Washington State. Daniel Falele from Minnesota. Nicholas Petit-Ferrer. Again, still reaching here. Um, all right. Go back to all, please. Then the first name that really came off – my list here in the best available. I see Jalen Petre sitting there at 62. I also am a big fan of Fedarian Mathis at 66. Um, the Packers do need the interior D line help. Um, you know, but we're going to take Petre here. Uh, you know, I like some of those other safeties. I think safety is a position that Green Bay is going to invest in here. Um, you know, he's a little bit undersized for a safety, but on game film last year, he was arguably the best safety in the league or in college football last year for Baylor. Um, you know, I think he's a guy, I think his physicality and what he can bring to the table in regards to um, just consistency, I think is something Green Bay would like. So give me him at 59. All right. Uh, so you're going to go Jalen Petrie out of Baylor, safety out of Baylor. All right. So that wraps up the second round. Now we're moving into third round. Oh, damn. Uh, so, Pick 65, the Giants pick a guy I really like. Uh, actually, the, the the two picks uh, before the Lions here, two guys I really like. Mafe, I, I really like. Uh, I thought for sure you're going to go with him, Kinger, because uh, I, I think he is. He just plays with a really high motor, and I think those guys have uh, uh, good value in the NFL, especially because he has a lot of traits to back it up with just a super high motor. It's, it's something hard to teach. So I'm glad he didn't go with him because uh, I would hate to see that personally because he's a guy I like or really like. And then the other guy was Troy Anderson, the linebacker. 
out of Montana State. Uh, just an athletic freak. Uh, but converted quarterback. Yeah, how about that? I mean, he said he's always wanted to just play linebacker. His coaches kind of asked him to play quarterback. He didn't really want to, but he. Uh, so he <laughs> That's played, unreal. Uh, he played two ways and then ended up like, yeah, it, it's pretty, it's pretty nuts. Uh, I think his RAS score is like nine, nine, nine or something. Like for a linebacker, it's ridiculous. He, he's, but he, he has tackling issues. Um, so that's why he's a little lower, despite all the athletic traits he has. Um, anyway, so I have two trade offers here. Those Rams, they love trading with the Lions. Uh, I pick 104, uh, next year's third, next year's fourth. For this pick 66 and 217, I'm going to reject that. And then the Titans are offering picks 90 and a third rounder for next year. Um, there's too many guys I like on the board here. I am going to reject that as well. So, got a lot of guys here on the board I really like. Um, that that's part of why I was uh rejecting those offers. So there's a few names here. I mean, Chad Muma, really solid linebacker. <sighs> I really like that pick. Um if I roll with that one, but there's also two other guys, Tolbert, you mentioned Barney and a guy I probably like a little more, uh, even than him, um, pun unintended here, but Skymore, uh, out of Western Michigan. This is another guy that tested through the roof, um, five foot nine, one ninety five, um, production, just ridiculous out of Western Michigan, 1200 yards, 10 touchdowns, um, really sure handed wide receiver four for one forty, And I was, 10, 1.46 10-yard 10, uh, 10 split, and this guy also lit up the Senior Bowl as well. Uh, the Lions coaches were at the Senior Bowl. Um, so I'm, this is more of a prediction of what I think will happen. I, I think the Lions need that extra wide receiver uh, of the future to pair with Amon Ross St. Brown. Sky Moore gets me really excited. Uh, so I'm going to go Sky Moore here at pick 66, and I think this is uh, like perfect value. This is right where you want him. So I'm gonna go Sky more. I, I, I hope I don't regret not taking Chad Muma. Although this is all hypothetical anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> you you are in fact not picking. Is that why what do you're I feel? <laughs> why do I feel emotional about the pick? It's I have no control over it. Oh man. Okay. So uh, you know I'm up at pick seventy one. Uh, I'm getting an offer for one hundred four and next year's third. Uh, I think that might be something we would explore. Uh, but I believe 104 is in the third round. Is that? Yeah. Uh, or, no, that, that, this is late third because that's like a comp pick. Yeah, right. It's the end of the third, right? Yep. Gotcha. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if um, if polls took that. But I'm, I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to reject that for now. Um, and you know what I'm just going to say is I, the only reason why I didn't want to grab, um, uh, Alec Pierce is because I have my eye on David Bell and you can say all you want about how slow that guy is or, you know, whatever, but I watch game tape and that guy is reliable, but he was just picked and I'm glad I went with Pierce then because I, uh, I would have been crushed if, uh, if I wasn't able to get Bell here. So um, now I'm looking at 71. I see a few names here that I like. Uh, and, you know, I like Muma. I know we need a, uh, a linebacker to 
be right next to uh, Roquan here. But you know what? We just missed out on Larry Ogunjobi, uh, our our three technique, and uh, I'm I'm seeing this guy Logan Hall at 71, and I think that's a a great spot to take him. Uh, you know, he's he's not a slam dunk or any anything by means, but that is a position that is a point of emphasis on Eberflus's scheme. Uh, the three technique is very vital, and right now we don't have one. Uh, there's a lot of time before the season to acquire one, but we don't have one now, and I like Logan Hall here. Yeah, uh, Lo- Logan Hall, a hot name coming in the draft too. I think so. If he fell to the third round, uh, yeah, he's he's yeah. dynamic. He he could be. He you uh, said that uh, there was another lineman earlier that was uh, you know versatile in scheme. I think it, you were talking about Walker. Obviously, it's not at that. Uh, you know, trajectory. Otherwise, he would have been a first-round pick. But, uh, again, this is a guy that I think has got a high motor uh, and is exactly the athleticism uh, and possesses the traits that, that Iberfus is looking for. So, right now, I think we got three massive areas, uh, you know, uh, that this team needs to fill, and I'm happy with uh, the way this draft's filling out. Yep, and it's list- he's listed as D-tackle probably in a lot of places, but he absolutely could play the edge, too. So, that's because sure. of the versatility you're speaking about. Um, so, all right, you go Logan Hall at pick 71. Mm-hmm. And now it looks like um, the Vikings are up at pick 77 here in the third round. Uh, so, Remy, you got two trade offers? Take it away. Uh, yeah, it looks like the Titans have called again. Kwesi says no for pick 90 and 131 for 77 and a future seventh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Commanders, you know, they want 113, 189, and a future fourth, fifth, and sixth. Um, wow. I'm just going to, for the sake of this, just reject both these trades. Um, Wait, you know, but we started... would the previous Vikings regime pick this trade? They love draft picks. Yes, yes. They love Spielman draft picks. Would, Spielman <laughs> would trade anything to get, like, 47 seventh rounders. It's crazy. <laughs> and what's – yeah, so, yeah, we're, we're just going to reject both these trades. Um, you right. know, first round, we grabbed Derek Stingley Jr. Second round, we got the future of the franchise, Desmond Ritter. Um, the only thing I can really think of is what we need would be maybe some sort of edge. Um, of course, we've acquired Zadarius Smith, and he loves it in Minnesota from what I hear. Um, better than Green Bay anyway. So, and we have Daniel <laughs> Hunter, but both, both, uh, injury issues. So if we look at the edge, you know, I'm just going to go, we're going to go with six, the 69th best one, uh, Kingsley and Agbre, uh, out of South Carolina. Um, to be honest, I don't know much about him, but I would say that if it comes down to it, I think. Minnesota goes edge rush in the third round at this position um, just to really ensure and beef up that D-line. So uh, just some numbers on him, 48740 uh, on on the combine day, 496 um, at his uh, pro day. So uh, uh, nine foot nine broad jump, uh, six foot three, 258. Uh, the athletic Dane Brugler, uh, this is just the, the word on him. Uh, you know, his little uh, summary tightness in his movements and lack suddenness, but is efficient and powerful in his attack with athletic movements to break down the rhythm of blockers. He projects as a rotational defensive end who has the talent to quickly earn NFL starter reps. So just wanted to let you know, uh, 
All right, you're going to roll with Kingsley out of South Carolina, the edge defender. So let's keep on going now. So the Bears, you are up at pick 88 here in the third round. 88. All right, can you show me uh, what I'm working with here? Yep, yep. Are you looking at a certain position? Uh, you know, dude, we got a lot of holes. So I'm, I'm sort of just looking at top. Uh, some of the names that I'm, I'm seeing right here, Cole Strange, uh, offensive guard center uh, from Chattanooga. Uh, he's a little bit older. I think he's going to be like 24 by the time he uh, s takes his first nap. I really like this guy. Um, I think he's nasty. And, uh, you know, if I didn't take Linderbaum, uh, I would for sure take him at pick 88 here. Uh, so, you know, that's that's definitely a possibility, Bears fans, um, you know, that we might see. Uh, you know, I could also take him just because we do need a guard. Um you know, right now, um, man, it's tough. It, it, let's see. Uh, who else do we got here? Um, yeah, Brian Asamoah, uh, the linebacker out of Oklahoma. I think he's real. Uh, he's a real possibility here. Again, we need uh, another linebacker. We technically need two of them. Uh, but I think he possesses some traits that, uh, that Eberflus would like. Uh, I like Channing Tindall as well from Georgia. Uh, could you just uh, go to corner maybe? Yep, yep. Okay. Um, I think we can wait on a lot of these guys. I do like to keep my eye on Zion McCollum. Um, man, this is tough. Do me a favor. Just go to all and just do me a little scroll uh, just so I can. Yep, yep. You got Isaiah Thomas, Ed out of Oklahoma, uh, Jake Ferguson, the tight end. <laughs> Bears always need those tight ends, Barney. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that Demont joke was coming Demont today, dude. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. I can't miss on that. Come on now. I think I'm going to um, go Bailey Zap, QB. No, I'm just kidding. Mm, uh, I oh. do like him, but no. Uh, you Demont know, Clark's here. That that would be like he sits out of here type thing. If you wanted, possible, I I love he, he was Damon projected Clark. as a possible like early second round. Uh, but his spinal fusion surgery. Yeah. So who knows? That, uh, we took a guy with a back uh, injury last year and he ended up playing like 50 snaps. So I, I don't want to do that again. But yeah. I do. But if he fell into like the fourth or fifth, I would totally take a flyer on him. Mm -hmm. um, can you just scroll one more time for me? Yeah, yeah. All right. So here I'm at. I don't see him here, but I also didn't see him get picked. Um. Go to offensive for? guard. Or, or no, I think he might be a tackle here. Who are you looking uh, for? Jamari Salier. Right here. See, I don't I do not know why he's all the way at 167. Well, his athletic uh, score is a 4.14, which is pretty low. Gotcha. Okay. Six well, foot three, three twenty guard out of Georgia. Well, that fucks with me because because boys, I, I was I was kind of licking my chops there. Um I, I I still think we need to beef up that that line. Um, I really do like Cole Strange. Uh, I think that uh, a, a realistic uh, opportunity is Cody White here is probably going to be out the door in a year or two. Uh, I think he's kind of out, you know, outdone his his job with the Bears. Uh, 
I really like Cole Strange. I think he gives us versatility. Let's rock Cole Strange. Yeah, because I've seen Strange listed as um, um, a center as well. Yeah, so he, yeah, he, he played center is what he did. So I'm, I'm, I'm shocked he's an offensive guard here. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'll, I'll take Cole Strange, and I'm happy with that pick. All right, yeah, six foot four, three oh seven, uh, really high RS score in the nines. Uh, so not bad, not bad. Yeah, with All the right. with the with the offensive like line play that we're looking for, that we're gonna need that uh, athletic ability. So I, I'm gonna say Salier might not be the guy if uh, Strange is on the board. All right, Kinger, you're up again. You got a lot. De- Kinger's got a lot of picks. Decline the Washington pick. Go to defensive tackle, please. Going there. Going there. Okay. To All me, right. the defensive tackles in this draft, this is another reason I wanted to pick uh, uh, Wyatt. I feel like after the first top yeah. three, four or five, it, it drops off significantly, and I think he can. Kinger, what, let me just ask you, why Why is defensive tackle a point of emphasis? Just because I, I always thought you were pretty sound there. I mean, we've got Kenny Clark. Dean Lowry had a decent season last year, but we're still looking for run, run help, right? We're still gotcha. looking for guys that can help fill that gap. It's basically Kenny Clark, right? We haven't had that, that stout presence behind him to really take off. He's playing a lot of snaps. I'm not seeing anybody here. It's a little early. I like Zachary Carter out of Florida, but I think it's a little early for him. Uh, go back to just defense in general, please. Uh, yep, yep. Yeah, and all for defense. Okay, Sam Williams still sitting there. Same thing with Brian Asamoa. Um, you know, I like Sam Williams. He's a little bit he's a, a little bit older than what the Packers have typically developed, but he really came on strong last year. Was pretty dominant in the SEC. We're going to continue this SEC draft. So give me Sam Williams here, Edge from Mississippi. We need depth behind Gary and uh, and Preston going forward. Another option here for us, or another pick here at 95 for 113 for Washington. We're going to trade out of that as well. Can you go back to the guard and tackle position here for us, me, please? We need to look at some O-line help. Okay, we have Lucida Smith from Virginia Tech, Marquise Hayes from Oklahoma. Cade Mays sitting there. I really like Cade Mays. I don't know if I would take him at 95. I still think it's a little bit early for him, but – uh, you know, he's very versatile offensive lineman. Go to their tackles, please. Yep. Yeah. Matt Waletska, Braxton Jones. Give me Joshua Ezidu from North Carolina. Here's a guy that really came on last year. Uh, he's slated as a tackle, but very high relative athletic score. They're quoting him that here. They're projecting him to potentially be able to play inside as well. The Packers like those versatile offensive linemen. They've got him rated as 126th best overall prospect. That being said, I know we need depth on that old line. He checks the boxes for Green Bay. Give me him there at 95. All right. Now Lions are up. Um, one trade offer for the Bills. I, I don't like it, so I'm just going to reject it. I don't even need to say it. Um, all right. So the Lions have some options here. Um, they went with wide receiver last time. Do they double down here uh, on that wide receiver depth? Because our, you know, Khalil Shakir, uh, interesting name. Even Taquan Thornton, I, I've kind of liked. But not, not quite what I'm looking for at this point. Um, a name that jumps off for me here is definitely Brian Esamoa um, from Oklahoma, the linebacker. Um, pretty high RS score, too. Um, and the Lions need all the linebacker help they can get. Now, they 
The one with your boy uh, out of Purdue last year, Derek Barnes, Dinger. He's still got some work to do. He is not by any means um, a linebacker of the future. I think the Lions need to throw as many darts as they can. I think they're going to get the right value here as well. Um, so I like uh, Samoa going here to the Lions uh, at linebacker because I think he has the kind of versatility that they are looking for as well. Um, especially in the run game where all that help is needed. So I'm going to go SMOA um, with the 97th pick. All right. So I, I think uh, now that we're done with the first three rounds, I think we're going to stop there. Uh, you know, we, we, we went into a lot of discussions about the thought process, the trade proposals, all that. I think the only one to accept a trade was uh, Barney, right, for the Bears. I accept the one, too. I dropped back from uh, 31. Oh, that's right. 31 from 28. That's right. Uh, so – lot of a uh, lot of good action there um so just to recap at least for the lions here uh and maybe you can go ahead and recap to uh inger just for the first three rounds um i, I have Aiden hutchinson at two then the lions taking uh lewis scene at 32 then Devonte wyatt at 34 sky Moore at 66 and then the 97th pick was brian smo the linebacker out of Oklahoma. Uh, Kinger, if you want to go over just what you did with the Packers. Really yeah, quick. we took Traylon Burks at 22. We traded back with Cincinnati to 31. We took N'Kobe Dean. Um, in the second round, we drafted George Pickens at 53 and then Jalen Petre at 59. In the third round, we took with our pick at 92, we took Sam Williams edge out of Mississippi. And then with that third round pick that we got in that Bengals trade. We took Joshua Isudu, who is an offensive tackle guard from North Carolina. And then Barney, you guys started in the second round at pick 39. Yep. Yeah. At 39. Uh, we took our, our center Linderbaum uh, and filled that position in need. Um, and then next we, we looked at wide receiver, took Alec Pierce out of Cincinnati Um and then after that, we took our three technique of the future, uh, Logan Hall out of Houston, and then wrapped everything up with the 88th pick and took uh, an interior O-lineman, Cole Strange, because I'm all about that strange. <laughs> <laughs> and then does uh, some technical, technical difficulties at the end here for, um, for Remy, but the Vikings going at pick number 12 with Derek Stingley junior out of lsu the cornerback um and then after that desmond ritter the quarterback of the future another quarterback of the future for the Vikings. huge uh, move. pick 46 um and then did the vikings have another pick after that uh kingsley and the and Agbar, uh out of the edge rusher out of south carolina so those are the three picks that the vikings go with and that is our final mock draft at least for the first three rounds for our teams uh, a lot of fun ahead on Thursday, gentlemen. I think there's going to be a lot of trades going on this draft, uh, especially with the quarterback values. A lot uh, of teams dropping out. Of a lot the of, I'm see, seeing a lot of teams only having 16 to 20 first round grades in general in this year's draft. It's a lot lower than normal. Yeah, I think I think it's deep, but you know, like that that top end talent. It's not there like it like it has been these last like these last couple of years. It's been pretty crazy. It's been going right. deep into the second. Yep. Yep. <sighs> well. Yep. Good. Good year for the Lions to be on top of the draft board. Looking forward to yeah. it, boys. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, it should be a lot of fun, though. Uh, but we want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, let us know your thoughts uh, on you know our draft picks here. Or give us your mock drafts as well. Always appreciate that. Um, but Apple or Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, please download, please subscribe, please leave a review. Always greatly appreciate that. Instagram at the Pylon, Twitter at the Pylon Pod. Boss on there uh, and give us your thoughts. Otherwise, we greatly appreciate it. Thanks to our producer, Kid Jay. Always appreciate the work he does. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Enjoy the draft Thursday night. We'll be reacting to everything in the draft uh, next week. Fair enough.